I don't really want to be like um, a girl boss type of, that's not my thing. <laughs> but it's very cool if that's what you do. This episode, we're going to go over a few things. The Great Jones, which is the, what is it, the, the new Lake Crusade. Millennial the girl cookware. <laughs> girl, girl boss cookware. Girl boss cookware. <laughs> I also did see that Glossier raised $80 million today. So Glossier is not going away anytime soon, FYI. God, work, Whitney. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Got, I know. Who's it? Oh, Emily. Whitney yeah, is Bumble. Bumble. Emily is although have you seen Whitney's Instagram she wipes all her pictures off Instagram a while ago I don't know if she's I gotta go waiting for a controversy I'm like I'm three degrees away from her from Whitney from Bumble I went to high school with a guy who I'm like was good friends with and he married this girl that helped found Bumble with Whitney oh wow are they yeah. still, is she still there? Are they in good terms? She doesn't work for Bumble anymore. They're okay. on good terms totally, but she like okay. made out with that cash, honey. Oh, so, God. Good for her. Goodness. Good for her. <laughs> her. Um, I had to reread the Great Jones article, but um, I read yeah. it. I just read it again today. So, it's very confusing. <laughs> yeah. So basically, it's two very rich girls, but one is richer than the other, much richer, <clears> but still. So is the rich, the, the richer one is the one that like became the face of the company? No, actually, that- the rich, the one, the richer Maddie. one got pushed out. Okay, She's so got Maddie out. got pushed out. Yeah, got so Maddie's dad is a millionaire gentrification king. Took, like, the Robert Moses mantle up. Yeah, and then her uncle is a billionaire investment banker. And then her uh, friends and family also contribute about $2.75 million in capital. And she got some other girl boss investors, including the Away founders from the Wing and the formerly, Moldy, formerly, Mold, oh yeah, formerly the Wing, and then Moldy <laughs> Jam, a squirrel founder. Okay. Do you, you ever hear about the Moldy Jam? I have no idea what that is. So they're squirrel without like quirkies. S Q I R L is oh, this bakery cafe in the east side of LA that's very trendy, very Instagram friendly. And it came out, there was this big controversy, I think it was last year, where they make in-house jam. And one of their former cooks released that they just, it's moldy. It's all the jam is moldy and they use just a big slot bucket. And oh! Horrific. And yeah, it became known as like the moldy <clears throat> jam cafe. Oh, you have to things you have to boil to make jam properly. For sterilization purposes. That's oh, yeah, why I don't seriously. do it. <laughs> I, I make jam. I used to make jam, but it's it's a lot of work. You have to really love jam or you have to give it all away because Exactly. <laughs> Not worth it. <laughs> so what else is the great Jones? So uh, basically so, okay. her best friend became the face of the company, started getting in all the magazines. Yeah, I thought her she had like a- there was this really good line about numerous venture capitalists. The insider spoke with for the story said employees today are too idealistic and critical that female founders face more pressure to embody their brands and are held to harsher scrutiny when they reveal themselves in imperfect, which I mean. Okay, fine. And that doesn't give you an excuse to be a shitty boss. If you know that, then you can try not to be, I don't know. It's everyone. Being self-aware is great, but if you don't remedy 
the situation. Yes, I have this burden upon my my on my shoulders to be a girl boss. So everyone's expecting more from me because I'm a girl. You should also just be a decent person, regardless. Yeah, they're so focused on their branding and I know how they appear, which I mean, everyone is on social media and I guess with their companies. But this article just portrays that woman as like super self-obsessed, which I guess you have to be a mogul or anything. But it's I don't know. I just thought the whole thing. I felt sad for all the obviously the, all of the employees. Yes. Um, the but girl that got the like, email on her I mother's know. funeral. Oh, and then they made her edit the Mother's Day cookbook. cookbook. You could say for a lot of companies like, oh, there's a lot of employees. Maybe they don't know. But the thing is that there was six employees at the time. So it's not like she can say I had 100 employees. I didn't remember. And you got six employees. Your company's pretty small. Should be able to keep track of them. Yeah. Especially if you already had emailed her when she's coming back to work, then you email in her mom's funeral. And then you're like, hey, do this like girl. (laughs) I had a boss who really believed herself to be a girl boss and we she we worked in a really small office. There was actually six of us and one of my coworkers, her father passed away and we went to his funeral and my boss let us go during work. It was during the day and we all went together and stuff. And then as we were following the, the funeral procession from the, the chapel to the burial place, she was on her Blackberry replying okay. to emails. Oh, I'm walking over graves on your... This is the day before iPhone. So she was really... It was a struggle to write an email on a Black Bear. You really focused on it. So I remember looking at her, come on, just just not... Don't come. (laughs) Just don't come. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, but a girl boss's work is never done. She must walk over whoever's grave she can to... Get work done. So I don't know. The article's really well done. I almost regret pirating it, but I don't. Yeah. Anyway. So great job. I never bought one. I was very tempted to. I think my brother bought one at some point, but they were saying that the enamel is chipping. Eh. Sounds about right when you, what is it, prioritize aesthetics over function. You want the cutest Mm -hmm. pan. I thought, I actually didn't hear much about Great Jones, but I heard a lot about that Our Pan have you heard of is that our one that pan? has like the fork rest built in? I think like, so. The, it's I didn't like built I, into the handle. I think so, but I thought when I heard of Great Jones, I thought it was the our pan people because I thought they were the same. Deal, <clears> because everything guess, came out the same thing. There's this comes out, and then there's four more, exactly the same. So good luck mm-hmm. to Great Jones. So all their employees <laughs> mutinied after the, I guess the richer girl Power struggle. Got, pushed out and then this all boiled over six people left the company without jobs lined up um I, during i get during it a, during a panderia um, <laughs> i'm actually sewing a concha right now really? so appropriate <laughs> <Isa Pandaria. laughs> that's what my mom calls panera bread because she gets confused and she's like, you want to go to Pandaria bread? <laughs> I think my husband calls it Pantera bread still. Pantera bread. That's pretty good. <laughs> Apparently they've still making money. So they made all this. And there's a big article about the fallout. But since then, they've got a bunch of employees. They're, yeah. They're going strong. Cash infusion, new hires. So someone else can be I, infused. Oh, the great part of the article, I think the best part was when, okay, so the employees wrote a big letter to their investor saying, this girl's power hungry, we're sick of it. And then that investor got pissed off, was replaced by a different investor on the board. He resigned. 
Oh, he resigned. Like right yeah. He got the email and was like, I resign. Don't respond. I did like the espionage part of that other girl, the one that got pushed out. Her family uh-huh. all colluding, allegedly, <laughs> to take over the company with this uh, fake investor. Yeah. You know what? She's doing what she has to do. She's a girl boss going in, trying to get her company back. And The girl I, shark. I think it's hilarious. They even tried that and not thinking that people would figure it out. I know there's a lot of money out there and there's a lot of rich people, but they've all, they all know where the money comes from. They all know. They can exactly. All trace but it's it like, you couldn't have put that to an offshore account in someone else's <laughs> LLC. Like, how dumb are you? <laughs> Come on. One day we, we got to go after. laundering money. <laughs> we need to go after all the girl bosses and the Panama papers one day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super into the panel. Yeah, I'm super into I'll the Panama I'll listen to a anyway. podcast about the Panama Papers so that I could talk about the Panama Papers on my podcast. I know. <laughs> there you go. Well, there's like, there's lists. You can just go through. I regret to report, what's her name? Phoebe Waller-Bridge of Fleabag. Her and her family have got all their offshore money. Oh, yeah. So same with Emma Watson's in the, uh, from Harry Potter's in the Panama Papers. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. That's, don't I have mean, heroes. <laughs> don't have heroes you know what people are complicated they contain multitudes no yes. one knows how you're gonna act when you become like extremely rich and you have people coming after who knows maybe some people are just paranoid they're like i gotta put my money offshore i'm not defending them because it's all ridiculous <laughs> but at the same time british taxes i will say are insane and most rich british people if they're not in the panama papers i think what the rolling stones own they'll stay out of the country enough i know regular british people who do this who stay out of the country enough to not be to taxed like, as higher to rate. To not be taxed, yeah. Those are upper middle I class I would be taxed people. if someone gives me some socialized health care. You can have all my money. Oh, I know. It would be nice. <laughs> please, please take my money. Nice. All right. So okay, then I so wanted to tell you on. about the uh, Caroline Calloway. So she's that. Please okay. educate me on this mess. I know some things about her. Okay. So I, should, should be, I try to stay really ignorant about her in her life. <laughs> okay. So I try to, f- I followed her during the pandemic, but I had to, f- I had to fall off. I couldn't follow her every day because she's a lot. Her Instagram stories are the tiny dots and it's every day and she's play by play. Yeah. It's just everything and everything and too much. She's really just fascinated. She thinks she's the most fascinating, beautiful person, which is inspiring to watch. But <laughs> Delusion at its finest. I love it. It's illusion, high self-esteem. It's, it's everything. So essentially her big backstory is she tried to be an Instagram influencer. She's from the States, but was obsessed with Harry Potter and going to British University. Basically spent six years as an undergrad just so she go to Cambridge, which is a lot. And then Came back to the States, decided around the time of the Fire Festival, Anna Delvey, when that was all in oh, the yeah. press, and then especially in the New York press, she decided to throw these creativity tours, which tons of woo-woo girls on Instagram do. She essentially yes. did that, like a workshop thing. But I feel this girl doesn't have a lot of friends. It doesn't have a community. So she's a little delusional. I feel like she went on Instagram and saw stuff and decided to piece all the things together that she thought made a workshop. And then, of course, but she doesn't know how operations work whatsoever yeah. yeah people don't know that event planning is yeah. is is a project management thing it's not a thing you do because you have a good idea i've thrown events i love doing them but i also hate doing them love throwing events and i have been an event planner and i've done all that i've done it for restaurants i did it whatever oh yeah i would never do it again 
I'll never do it again. I remember it's not I worth met, the money. <laughs> I want I got to meet Jeffrey Katzenberg <gasps> and I was so unimpressed because I did his I did it. They were doing like a movie preview at the theater uh, across from the restaurant I worked at. So they just had dinner. So I got to talk to him as assistant and set it up. And I just remember being so unimpressed being I never would want to do this at that level. These people are awful. <laughs> I know all that work and then just and nothing. You make they just nothing. You're nobody to them. There's no thank you, and you're just like this is a thankless job, and I get no pleasure. <laughs> like the invisible Oz, just behind yes. the curtain, <laughs> <laughs> getting, getting million diet cokes for stupid studio people. <sighs> anyway, uh, yeah. So she did this, and then a bunch of people online. It was a whole disaster because she promised all these things, like she was going to make salads, she was going to give them gift bags and then she realized like making salads on the fly for 30 people in your studio apartment is not so it became like a whole yeah it it became a whole thing she's got legions of fans haters whatever on twitter on instagram but so her (laughs) and she does all sorts of things she knocks off matisse paintings to make money she does portraits essentially girl does not have any functional skills functional skills no direction either or skill to work in a corporate job or any type of nine to five or even I don't think she has the attention span to work remotely but her newest thing is skin oil face oil that she's like made in her apartment that is most (laughs) yeah that is mostly grapeseed oil and then tons of essential oils which are challenging to the face yes <laughs> and maybe one thing when i saw it i was like okay whatever unsanitary to be doing this just in your apartment open but the price is 70 dollars for a little one ounce for this all grape seed oil <laughs> with some essential oil and she's giving a, a body oil size four ounces for 210 dollars it's i know it's it is truly wild. It makes me angry and jealous in a way. It makes me jealous in a way. Look, I want to do a skincare line, and my dumb ass should start moving on that. I will one day, but that takes a lot of time and energy, and <laughs> money, Lots of time and energy. Wanting to buy a skin oil from a influencer who made it in their apartment during pandemic times, where people are wiping down groceries still. But she can. She just made this, mixed some shit together. Has no scientific background. She googled. She uh, has an ingredient list. She would. She made people. Tons of people bought it before they saw the ingredient list. Who? Uh, mm-hmm. Allegedly, the thing is, I think it's a big publicity stunt. But she's taking it farther. Well, she doesn't have to disclose anything. Netflix doesn't disclose how many people watch their stupid shows. So, oh, they don't. She can say, like, oh yeah, no. She can just say, uh, yeah, pre-order sold out. Who would know? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. But the, the thing is just funny. I only heard about it because people got so angry about it on Twitter. Anyways, so that's the there end of uh, Caroline Calloway. Okay, so now <clears> you're going to tell Calloway. me about Jenna Kutcher and oh, Jenna Kutcher. all her, okay, so her very is a self-described marketing expert she helps people create their own content tells people how to increase their revenue for their girl boss mom businesses whatever they're doing she basically i think she started as a photographer and she does affiliate partnerships she does paid classes on how to i don't even know edit photoshop make an instagram apology oh she probably sells lightroom (laughs) presets i'm guessing 
I did oh see the God. thing. I did see someone talking online <laughs> about how she she told she tells a story about how it all started when she bought a camera off of Craigslist. Yes, now. yes. <laughs> and now look at me. I spent two hundred dollars on a camera on Craigslist and started taking pictures for my friends. And now everyone wants to be like me. She has one of those whitewashed millennial pink oh feeds on her Instagram, and she te- does classes on how to make your f- feed look uniform. So you can have a beautiful presence on social media. So she got called out during the Black Lives Movement when everyone was at right. I think it was right after George Floyd. Yeah. She posted one of those notes apologies. Of, I'm sorry. I'm listening. And thank you for teaching me. So <laughs> then this dumb idiot posted one that was a millennial pink obviously edited in like canva or whatever they're called that just says i have been called out and then wrote this long caption about how she because she had posted a picture of her on a trip in africa typical white savior oh love it was a photo of her with two black boys showing it was like poverty porn basically yeah and someone asked her uh toy marie smith asked her to take it down jenna they made this whole email exchange about why Jenna didn't understand the white savior complex, blah, 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 blah. So then what Jenna Kutcher does is she sends $2,500 to Toy Smith as apology. And Toy Smith sent the money back, refunded it, and was like, this is anti-blackness rooted in capitalism. I'm yeah. refunding your money because there's no political change will be possible with this that's one of her <laughs> so she's i'm sorry i'll pay you off and let's just be chill about this yeah, wow basically and so she's had to apologize twice she's had to teach, tell everyone she's learning she's going through it she doesn't know and it's just so embarrassing then she had this other stupid controversy before all this about she's curvy i think she's like a size 12 maybe oh. and her husband has a six pack and people are like, I can't believe. I think it was all fake hate haters. Mm-hmm. People can't believe I'm married to someone with a six pack. And to this entire body positive movement of her. Yes, even men with six pack women that have a little bit of a soft tummy. Bitch, you're not revolutionary. <laughs> I know there's already a really strong movement. They, have, I don't know, everyone's in sub movement. So when people dip into that, I'm, oh, good luck with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's always some backlash to it. You're not doing body positivity. And it's okay. Like she can do that all she wants. But to make up this fake scandal of her being married to someone with six pack as if she wanted to garner more sympathy. It's all part of her hero narrative, how she found the camera off Craigslist, how her mm-hmm. husband loves her despite her flaws. They're not flaws. That's just, yes. I don't know. Oh, also, and also that- she's all about talking about her miscarriages and her, you know, oh. journey to have babies. And she has one child and she's pregnant right now. And I think it's her fourth pregnancy. She's had two miscarriages. And but you, I feel share whatever you want to share. But her message throughout the whole thing is just Christianity. So Mm. it's how can you? She even posted this thing in her story. So many people are asking me how they can pray for me. (laughs) And here's how you can pray for me. Like, uh, uh, (laughs) what? Damn. She almost seems like those abundance preachers to me because those ones are always asking people for God wants you to pray for me. It's you're the one that has a a lot of abundance. Shouldn't you be bringing it out? Shouldn't you be praying for us? You should be sharing (laughs) it. I don't know. Write me a check, girl. 
She's sharing it by her classes that you can pay whatever for, you know. No, oh, yeah, so that you can for. make your feed have a Paris filter over every picture. It's not hard; just swipe <laughs> if you want. I don't know these. So what's what is she doing now? What after that? What's what was the aftermath of all of that? Her whole thing is she's still selling. She she just would go dip out for a while on social media and then come back in with her normal content and carry on as if nothing had happened. Sounds That's like standard operating so procedure yeah. for most people on social. I just I was going through Instagram earlier and I saw Allison Roman and I was like, oh, or is, is it is she oh, back? Are we? She's still. I went through Instagram because someone like tagged her and I was like, oh, she's around. And then she's been posting through the pandemic. She got a little video series on her Instagram. I think she might have went away okay. for a while in the earlier, maybe when Chrissy came, Chrissy got, got enrolled. Yeah. <laughs> she got T-boned by her own tweets. I saw that Rachel Hollis came back on my birthday, actually, on May 28th. Oh, wow. With the whole thing. Um, her whole caption is, please don't quit. Please, please don't stop showing up. She wants people to keep she's going to keep showing up because people keep showing up for her i think she has to carry on with that she has to she still has an empire despite her all her flame outs she still has this little empire mm-hmm. that she needs to carry on she's in hawaii right now oh okay or just got back <laughs> so she's doing hard work on herself in hawaii at her house in hawaii <laughs> Dang, hard, hard life. I, I have seen another girl boss pop up. Sophia Amorosa from Nasty Gal has popped up on my Instagram stories. She's doing a class called the Business Class. It's about two thousand dollars, and the tagline is "Business Class is an entrepreneurship for a new era." It's a comprehensive online course for founders who are serious about building smart and building profitably. I'm like, okay, that's a lot of words mashed together that mean nothing. Yeah. Entrepreneurship for a new era. So vague. Everyone can be a founder. We are, we're founders. We found this podcast. There you go. I'm a founder. Doesn't. <laughs> I used to have a joke years ago. I guess maybe it was 15 years ago now. I should just get an LLC, build a website, have a shell company, and then I could pay, people could pay me for titles, vice president or whatever title you want. It's such a status symbol. That is like, such a good idea. And nowadays, you can literally just do that. Like anyone just get an LLC. And you don't want to get an LLC, then you just pay franchise tax. That's a whole other thing. But people can lie and say they have an LLC. And then oh, yeah. give themselves little titles like founders, president, CEO, director. <laughs> I had an LLC and then I let it lapse. I don't want to pay for it anymore because I don't use it. I guess we look yeah. at another girl boss on the horizon, Jenna Kutcher. Let's, it's, it's just t- take accountability and then... Maybe just don't do what you're doing anymore. Maybe you need to just go off the grid and do your own thing and just stop. Uh, I don't know. I'm just so I interested. I guess if even one, if she has like an expensive online photo class, even if one person pays for it, she's making good money. I see classes all the time. I saw one today and I almost thought about it. I clicked on it. I said, okay, maybe it'd be interesting. It was a writing class. And I mm-hmm. see and it's like $800 for an online writing class by a person I've never heard of. And see, what the hell? I want to take online <laughs> classes and I want to take to learn of a skill that I can keep using and making my Instagram feed pretty is not a skill I need to keep using or yeah. need. It's just such a stupid thing to pay for when you have Google. It I really know. is. 
Especially to teach someone to make their Instagram look like the most milquetoast, boring, samey, same thing ever. (laughs) Right? It's just, you just, people have these diehard followers and that's why Caroline Calloway still exists. Diehard followers. She has this whole thing about, another funny thing about her, she loves like being called young and she thinks that she's like looking, she looks young. When she was talking about her face oil, she was talking about how everyone thinks she's 20, uh, but- (laughs) She's she's a little batshit. I don't think she's really in touch with the world and how people really she's behave. She's really an online person. Yeah, I think she's very online, but not even – she's not very online in a smart way. I think she just picks and chooses. I listened to her on a podcast the other day she, where she was defending Lena Dunham's book. And no all of Lena Dunham's Lena Dunham. No one needs to defend her. She even <laughs> got offended because of the podcast host called Lena Lena or whatever, and she's Lena – it's like, damn, have that energy for anything else and defending like another privileged white girl. <laughs> white girls go hard for each other. You don't even know. They probably they see them. The dumb pronunciations of their dumb names and they will call you out <laughs> for mispronouncing it when you can't pronounce anyone else's name. Christ. I noticed like the last few people really, they want to pronounce my name really or like my last name. I've always been like, whatever, just don't call me asshole. But like, yeah. Whatever my name. I'm sure the same thing. Both your last names. You've- oh, my God. My whole life. My favorite one was when I was uh, Taylor Costanza. That was my Costanza. favorite. Like, oh, that is pretty I that don't is pretty even know where you got that, but sure. Yeah, here. Costanza. Costanza. That's my favorite one. That's when you live in New York. You're Taylor Costanza. And then when you come Truly. here. <laughs> I get to be Castaneda, Castaneda, Costanza. Castanets, Castanets. Oh yeah, Castanets. That's one. It's, I'm it's sure my name is based on. Oh, because it's Spanish. It's based on Castanets, and it also means chestnut in Spain. In Spain, but oh. it's it's hilarious. Yeah. Oh yeah. My, my last name means literally. It means the omnipresent, or it means is, <laughs> or lit, or literally it means is here. So it's Jasmine is here. Jasmine is here, <laughs> damn it, whether you like it or not. <laughs> That's what I, I say. About, I'm here. 